came here to party, go on, put your hands up. If you wanna get it started, go on, put your hands up. All my ladies in the front, all my thugs in the club. If you looking for some love, go on, put your hands up. Hands up, hands up, hands up, hands up. If you came here to party, go on, put your hands up. All my ladies in the front, all my thugs in the club. If you looking for some love, go on, put your hands up. Welcome to the Stephen Knight Show here on Indy 104, iRadio LA. I want to thank you as always for joining us tonight. We're live with the latest in sports, fashion, music, and of course, movie reviews. Now, later tonight, we discuss what everyone is talking about in hot topics, everything from politics to entertainment news. Plus, on our artist spotlight, we featured the talented Cocky Streets. We also want to remind you all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, and of course, our official website, thestephennightshow.com. You can also join our VIP members mailing list by going to our Instagram page, The Stephen Knight Show. Now, I want to remind you, we are nominated for the 2010, uh, 2016, excuse me, 2016 Hottest Entertainment Awards. We're nominated for Hottest Online Radio Show. So go to hlshottest.com and please vote for us. While you're there, vote for your boy, Stephen Knight. I'm nominated for Hottest Future Rising Superstar. So go to ATLTots.com. We definitely appreciate you, as always. When we come back, she can add them and tell us what's going on in the world of movie reviews. Right back after this.
going home to a girlfriend, baby. Wasn't the type that she wanted, baby. I could have had her, but I was tripping, baby. Make that decision, no. Show. What's going on? What's going on? How was the weekend? Weekend was pretty good. It was really, really yeah. good. That's yeah, great. weather was great. Well, I was in uh, Portland, Oregon at a conference. I also got to spend time with my, my sister and her family, she, husband and two kids, and then their in-laws and everyone came over. And it, it was beautiful on... I got there Tuesday and Wednesday. It was beautiful. It rained the whole rest of the time I was there, but I understand it's the raining season. But the interesting mm-hmm. thing about Portland is the people don't, they don't let the rain stop them. Like, I'm here ducking and dodging, running out the rain. They're walking slow, <laughs> holding hands, and I'm like, <laughs> but anyway, Portland's a beautiful city, but definitely interesting people, definitely interesting people. We love y'all, Portland. <laughs> well, what's going on in the world of movie reviews? Well, I will uh, kick us off, and I know I was absent last week, so I will kind of double up on my movies. And the first one I saw was uh, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. And this is a fantasy adventure movie uh, in the kind of the teen genre directed by Tim Burton. And it stars Eva Green as Miss Peregrine and uh, Samuel L. Jackson as kind of the uh, main villain in the movie. So it's got some good names in it. And it's uh, basically about a teenage boy named Jacob who, uh, after his grandfather kind of passes away, he finds this magical place that's home to these uh, children with special powers. And he gets there, he learns about them, and then he learns about this danger that's facing them, and he kind of works with them to help them out uh, to escape this danger. So overall, it was fine. Um, it's definitely a good movie for kind of that, that teen market. You know, if you have someone that's too young to see maybe Storks or any other cartoon, but uh, not old enough to see maybe something a little more uh, extreme, then this is good. It has some scary parts to it. It has some mystery. You know, you, you kind of follow along. Tim Burton, um, who's been having a few misfires recently, like Dark Shadows and things like that, he's kind of back to his ways of creating this little mystical world of... Uh, adventure and um yeah it was it was fine and of course uh green and jackson they both do well in their roles of course uh samuel jackson always plays a great villain so um 
you can tell he really enjoyed it as well. But uh, yeah, overall, it was uh, it was fine. Nothing that you have to rush to. But if, if you need someone to take to the movies, you know, your kids, someone else's kids, uh, nieces, nephews, this is a good, fun movie that uh, you'll both enjoy and uh, won't keep you, won't make you bored like maybe some of the animated films might. Okay. What about you, Chica? Oh, Adam, did you have more? I'm sorry. Yeah, enough. sorry. And the next one I saw was The Birth of a Nation, which uh, if you've been listening in, you know we've been talking about this for a little while. So I finally went to see it. And uh, just another recap, if you don't know, it's the story about Nat Turner and the slave rebellion in the early 1800s uh, in Southampton, Virginia. And uh, this movie... Uh, directed by, actually directed, written, and acted by Nate Parker, was uh, was okay. I got a little more, I guess, it, you know how some movies you get so hyped up for and you have such high expectations for. Uh, this one kind of felt that way. And the reason I say that is because Matt Turner, and what I do is I always research my movies after I watch them, especially uh, ones that are based on real stories. And he has an interesting story, and it's a really good story. And I, uh, yeah, so uh, Nate Parker... Um, I feel like it just he, his pacing was a little slow at the beginning. Uh, it took a while to build up. Some of the scenes were a little longer, and you didn't really get to uh, the excitement, I felt like, until at least an hour in. And um, then you kind of started seeing the, the wheels of his transformation move and how he, you know, he did toward um, the United States preaching to other slaves. And they did a good job on showing the cruelty or cruelty they had. And he did fine with that. But again, it took, a, it took a, like an hour to kind of get into that motion. And then when he sets off the wheels of motion in the rebellion, um, you kind of feel like they rushed through a lot of that uh, to finish up the movie. So it was still good. Um, I think, you know, Nate Parker, he did do all this on his own. Um, and he's first-time director, so... I think over the years he'll probably get better and make a little bit more concise cuts. But uh, it was one of those movies that I really was excited to see and uh, didn't just grab me as much as I wanted it to. But still worth uh, checking out. I um, I actually uh, screened that movie when it was in the um, the film festival circuit, and I give Nate Parker applause uh, for bringing that film from the indie circuit into the mainstream because that's not easy to do not many films uh have that kind of life or longevity so i applaud him for being able to make that transition from the indie to the majors and i do know that you know this film was clouded with all of the drama surrounding um his personal issues um Mm -hmm. and they made it a point to flush out those issues regarding this film. And I think they did that because of the message in this film and how it resonates in the African-American community. Um, Some want to call it uh, a smear campaign. Uh, Some people call it other things. I just applaud him for holding fast and having due diligence in bringing this film to uh, the nation. Yeah, and I do say he did, because, I mean, from reading it, he most of it is self-funded. Um, mm-hmm. So this was a passion project for him, uh, and I'm glad it did make it to the big screen. And, well, I, know, uh, you know, sorry. I know they were talking about the numbers. Um, it didn't, uh, you know, first week numbers weren't as high as they thought, and they think a lot of it had to do with the, you know, the scandal and everything that's associated with 
you know, the allegations from 1999. Do you think that that did impact the number of people going out to see this movie? In my opinion, I honestly think that a lot of people already saw this movie uh, in the indie market. And I don't know if the indie money is what funded it to get it to the major, but a lot of people, at least in my circles, we saw it when it was in the film festivals. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I agree. Like I, I usually ignore movie news, drama, stuff like that. So I didn't. That didn't sway me. I didn't even know much about it. Again, and then until after I researched the movie after watching it. Um, so I don't know if that made much of a difference. But I do think that seeing it in festivals, like GK did months ahead of time, uh, definitely uh, kind of hit it with the box mm. office. And and just so people know a little education, those numbers don't resonate to major box office. When you see stuff in film festivals and on the indie market, those aren't cha-ching for big box office in the mainstream. So those those numbers don't count. Right, right, exactly. Okay, interesting. All right, Chica, what did you say? So we just talked about Birth of a Nation. Uh, I didn't go to the theaters but I definitely went to my Netflix and following up with Birth of a Nation because the two are somewhat connected. I saw Ava DuVernay's 13th on Netflix. So how these movies are connected, you have a movie about the revolution out of slavery uh, where you have slavery that was abolished on 12-18-1865, and then you have this movie 13th, which is based on the 13th Amendment, and the 13th Amendment reads, neither slave nor involuntary servitude except as punishment for a crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted shall exist within the United States or shall exist, within, or should exist in the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. So that basically states that you cannot be enslaved unless you have committed a crime. And the movement of the 13th was basically to take those slaves that were freed and have them incarcerated some way, somehow, because that puts them right back into slavery. So the 13th speaks to modern-day slavery, which is the prison system, and how that relates to the African-American community in the state in which we are in now. So if you, if you look at slavery and you think about uh, slaves being mistreated and being beaten and being killed and being hung, and you look at today with the, the random violence that happens between law officers and, and men in the African-American community, you see the correlation? It's, it's old school versus new school. New school is the prison system is the new slavery, and the lynchings and the beatings and the whippings are now the police brutality. Definitely, definitely, definitely check this movie out. Ava DuVernay does an excellent job in this documentary in highlighting the prison system, the business behind it, the businesses behind the prison system, and the, the agenda of having everyone have a record in the African-American community, and also it also highlights the fact that we are given plea bargains instead of going to trial. And the plea mm -hmm. bargains are, are basically to scare you into having a record, and having a record takes 
your rights away from you as a citizen of the United States. Because once you're convicted and you've been to prison, you can't vote. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Wow. And, and, and I will honestly say I, I started this um, in the middle of the night one night. And, of course, I had to go to bed and then get up and go to work the next day. And then my commute, because I don't live in Philadelphia proper, I have to commute to the city. On the train, I'm honestly going to tell you that I weeped watching this movie. It brought me to tears, and so much wow. that I couldn't hold them back on the train with all of these people on the train watching me weep. Right, yeah. uh, it's very, very powerful. I'm honestly going to work on getting Ava DuVernay on the show. Uh, I want her on to discuss this movie and to discuss the politics surrounding it. That'd be powerful. Yeah. Please do. Please do. Okay. Well, what else is coming out of the pipeline? Uh, nothing, you know, it's October and I'm not a big, um, horror movie person, but, uh, you know, there's the Ouija movie coming out. Uh, there's a new Rob Zombie movie called 31 that's coming out that'll probably interest, uh, some of those types, but, uh, nothing on top of my list per se. I know that new, I guess it's part of the, uh, uh, Da Vinci Code series, the Inferno comes out on the 28th with uh, another Tom Hanks movie where he's solving mysteries and I don't mind mystery movies. So that's kind of on my radar, but uh, nothing too much besides that at the moment. So, so as we get closer to Thanksgiving, you know that the holiday season is coming. And so the holiday movies are going to start to uh, surface one. Uh, the buzz that I, uh, I hear about is the bad Santa two. Uh, with uh, Billy Bob Thornton. If, I don't know if anyone saw the original Bad Santa. It was hilarious. So uh, my big anticipation is to see this uh, second installment to the Bad Santa movie because it has all the players in it from the first movie. And that movie was hilarious. It's like a, a, a what do they call it, a black comedy. Okay. It, it should be hilarious. The movie is, it, 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 it's to the left, if you know what I mean. <laughs> 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 All right. Not one for the kids. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, listen, as always, thank you so much, uh, you know, letting us know what's going on in the movies, what we should spend our money on, what we should wait for Netflix or DVD or whatever. <laughs> but thanks as always. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. All right have a great week. And look, when we come back, everyone's telling us what's going on in the world of sports. Right back after this. Yeah, 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 yeah. E-Bug, Robin Hood, we just reach a baby as we should. If they compare me to anybody, it should be Miss Hill. Fly off the cup, a real diva with mad skills. Show me the blessing with grace. Let the king shine through in your heart and your face. She said, don't nigga bitch the public, don't be a disgrace. Write the lyrics from your soul so you won't feel displaced. Teach and preach, but learn on your constant. The rest is all nonsense. Relevant and prevalent, but give them all intelligence. Stand up for your people. Show them black is not irrelevant Be alert, attentive to them cooks, dish your negligence Contemporary, not complacent You still got work to do, it's on you I passed the baton, so keep on running, boo Reach higher than the clouds Higher than the moon Higher than the sky Keep on reach Way beyond the clouds Way beyond the moon Like these 
trees. I'm getting large sequel streets. I fully charged. Got a lot of my speed. Beyond spitting the rolling trees. First I was West Philly bread, so instead I plant seeds. Natural born hustler. Roots deep, peep the leaves. I need that lifeline, sis, so I'm breathing and just believing. Cause I'm miseducated. My people hate it now. Half of them faded and feeling underrated. Stolen and took home gentrificated. Slave ships and MVP list still getting traded. Jeans dipping low or emasculated. Know that makes you feel tougher, but trust they lied to you, brother. Neighborhoods abandoned and stranded. Crooks got you shook. Dealing cards all underhanded. Now, who really wants to get back? Wall Street, rap dealers, they all hacking blacks. Lives matter, face facts. Kayette, they shatter, rob me. Higher than the clouds. Higher than the moon. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. How was your weekend? Uh, too fast. It was too, too fast. As always. As always. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, what you, what's going on in the world of sports? All right. Where do I begin? Um, well, sad news. Um, I don't know if you heard about Tyson Gay's um, daughter. I did. Yeah. 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 yeah that, that was... Um, it came with the worst worst of that. That was that was just um tragic. Really tragic. Mm-hmm. So Tyson Gay, brother, um, I'm sorry for your loss and um yeah, I wish you and your family um all the best. That's nothing else that you can really say about that. It's yeah. It um it shouldn't have that should not uh have happened. What exactly did Sam happen? We were gonna talk about it in high topics, we gotta talk about it now. Oh, um from from what I read, um, she was at a restaurant at, at at a fast food restaurant, um, middle of of the night, and um, some people I think came up start and and, and started shooting, and mm-hmm. she just happened to be pretty much at the wrong place at the wrong time. 
Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and you, you know, I've heard people saying, "Well, why was a 15-year-old, you know, child out, you know, in the middle of the night? Why wasn't she home?" That's a good question. Um, yeah. But but I don't think now is the time to you know to right exactly attack people's parenting skills, whatever. Um, so, um, but yeah, that's something that may that you, that other parents should should now think about. Like, okay, maybe I should not allow my child to be out at exactly, three o'clock yeah. in the morning. Because I know personally, my fifteen year old child will not be out. And I wasn't allowed. I'm not yeah, we weren't allowed out. <laughs> I was oh, yeah. old as I, I was older than my friends growing up, and uh, I was always the first time to be in the house. My mom yeah. used to always say, she said, if I know where, if you're at home, I know where you are. Right. Yeah. 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 That's that's just not going to happen. But I'm not a parent, and I don't believe that he was living with his daughter. You know, they were had separate living situation. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So it wasn't like he was there or that, you know, I think that he lives in, in a different city than from what, um, from, from what she lives at. But this is what happened. Okay. She was 15. She was shot in the parking lot around 4 a.m. Sunday morning. Wow. During an exchange of gunfire between two cars. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm just getting pressed, man, like, why, why is she out at 4 in the morning? But yeah. moving along, moving along, moving along. Maybe that's something that we can talk about more in high Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, I thought the prayers are definitely with him and his family. Uh, oh, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, the Falcons, man, that game, the Falcons got robbed. Yeah, I heard they lost, right? Oh, that's right. You were up in Portland. I'm sorry. I'm thinking that you were in Oh, uh, Yeah. Yeah. They lost to mm-hmm. Seattle. See, you were bad luck, Stephen. You were up in the <laughs> up, up in that up. area, man. Up in the Oregon, Washington. Yeah. Area, man. Yeah. See, man. But yeah, it was the um, the NFL officials. There needs to be there needs to, something needs to give. Like I've seen too many times now where these officials have made either wrong, I mean, blatantly wrong calls, or they haven't made any calls when it should have been a call made. Mm-hmm. And it's affecting the outcome of games, which then affects the outcome of the season. And this is not fair. I personally feel that that these referees need to be held accountable. As a simple, oh, my bad, I messed up. Right. It's not cool yeah. enough. It's, exactly. it's, there's just too many of them out there, but also the the NFL needs to, in my personal opinion, the last two minutes of the game, a coach should be able to challenge whether a call or a non-call. Like in in that situation with um, Julio Jones being grabbed by Rick. Richard Sherman and the mm-hmm. referees not calling that a uh, penalty, which it which it was. It was a flat out clear out. Not even you can't even argue it. It was a blatant right. penalty. Mm-hmm. That sh- the head coach for the Falcons sh- should have been able to um, challenge that. You know, like he should he or 
or the um or the um the um, front office or whatever, you know, the last two minutes the league can look at all questionable plays or whatever. Something that just should not have happened. That shouldn't should not happen. That was not a questionable call. It wasn't it could have went either way. That was a blatant missed call. Mm-hmm. And it and it cost the, cost the game, right? Yeah. The game, yeah. So um yeah. That's something that definitely needs to be changed. Uh, the Panthers lost again. The reason why I'm mentioning the Panthers is because I'm in North Carolina right now, of course. And also, they are the defending NFC champions, and they are really bad this year. They are really, really bad. But there's a lot going on with the Panthers. There's a lot going on. But, yeah, they they stink. Um <laughs> The Colts, the Indianapolis Colts had a 14-point lead in the last three minutes of the, of the Sunday night football game last night. I was halfway asleep. I mean, people were leaving the stadium. Everybody pretty much thought it was over. Even the commentators were pretty much talking about the game was over. Houston, how about this? Houston forced it to go into overtime and won the game. So that just goes to show you: do not give up. Do not yeah, give up. It's, you said it's this last over week, though. It's over. Yeah, you said that last week. You said it's never over. Yeah, it's over. yeah, yeah. It's never. It is never over. A a fourteen point lead in the NFL is nothing. Mm-hmm. It's nothing. It is. It's, it's not. It is. It's. It's not secure. Uh what else is going on? Oh, Dallas, man, Dallas. Those Cowboys, man. <laughs> Round of applause! Round of applause! I have to, and, yeah. and, and, and I and, and I have to reiterate the fact that I am not a Cowboys fan, but I right. but I'm a fan of this team. I mm-hmm. like this team. I do, I do. Right? Yeah, they won again. They're balling, and um, yeah, I I like it. I like you it. respect it. Respect the game. I yeah. respect it. I've been mm-hmm. respected. Washington won. They're um, playing well. The Baltimore Ravens lost three in a row. They are not playing well. And the Cincinnati Bengals lost again. And in my humble opinion, I am a big fan. I respect Coach Marvin Lewis of the Bengals. But um, I think that this is this is it for him. Like he – he needs to go ahead and and hang it up after after this season. Call, just call it a day, resign, and so that the team can just move on, move forward. Mm-hmm. He just looks like he's just done. He's tried all that he can try, and it's and it's just not working. And the team is is it's just they're playing like crap. They they they're really playing bad, 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 bad. Huh. And. That's it as far as with football. Baseball, you got you know, the um, playoffs are going on. You got you got Cleveland versus Toronto in the uh, American League, and you got the Los Angeles Dodgers versus the Chicago Cubs in the National League, and either of those teams will be in the World Series, and I might talk more about that when the World Series actually happens. But until then, that's what I'm gonna say because I'm not keeping up with baseball because that's not my, that's not my, you know, that's not my thing. But I right. respect them. But you know, we'll talk about that more during the World Series. And NBA will is 
two weeks away, less than, than um, two weeks away, and we'll talk more about that when that happens. And no, all is well in the world of sports. College college football still going on. It's it's exciting and yeah, that's it. All we'll right, talk more about well, that next time also. Well, Aaron, before we go, um, I'm. I don't know if you know, we have a mutual friend, uh, Lamont Clayton, who lost his brother today. Yes. So our thoughts and prayers are definitely with him and his family as they deal with that. Hello? Yeah, this is Timothy Bloom, and you're listening to The Stephen Knight Show. All right. Welcome back to The Stephen Knight Show. Ms. Ferguson, what's going on? What's going on, Mr. Knight? How are you? I can't complain. I can't complain. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Ready to shop, of course. Uh, of course, of course. <laughs> they got some great things for us. So go ahead and take it away. Of course. Um, I'd like to start off with uh, three stores, actually. Um, Banana Republic, Gap, and Old Navy are having um, a Fall for All event, and you can shop now through the 18th. Um, and if you shop now, you can get 40% off of, um, of everything in your cart if you're shopping online, and, of course, everything in the store. So, of course, I like to, you know, talk about Banana Republic, Gap, and Old Navy all together because, they are all under one umbrella. They're all owned by the same company. So a lot of times um, if one store is having a sale, the other, will ha- the other will have a sale. It's usually not common that they have the same sale, but this time they are. So this is their fall for all event. Um, if, if you shop Target now through Sunday, you can have you can save up to 25% off of fall home items. Plus, you can get an extra 10% off of bed, bath, and um, home decor. So that's a great sale going on at Target. I don't usually talk about my pets um, because, you know, I, I do it. Steven knows I have my Bella, but nobody else knows really about my dog. But anyway, I love my dog. Um, she was my first baby before my baby was my baby. Um, and uh, PetSmart is having a sale. And if you shop there now, you can get tw- up to 25% off of everything on the site. Now, you have to keep in mind that I'm saying on the site because this is an online-only sale. So that's up to 25% off of everything. And, of course, if you guys like to dress your, your pets up in little Halloween costumes, now is the time to get one. Uh, Shutterfly.com is having a great sale, and I love these types of sales um, around the holidays. And, of course, the holidays is right around the corner. Uh, you know, thanks, this Halloween will be in a couple of weeks, and then, of course, Thanksgiving, and, of course, the big holiday of them all, Christmas. Yes. So Shutterfly, yes, you know, I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> Shutterfly is having their sale now through the 19th, and you can get up to 50% off of your purchase with code more for you, and that's the number four and the letter U. So that's more for you. Just have to use that code at checkout. Uh, Nine West is having a sale through the 18th, and um, if you shop now, you can get 30% off of all boots, booties, and flats. Uh, the Limited is also having a sale, and their sale ends on the 20th. Um, if you shop now, you can get 50% off of your full price off of your full price purchase. Plus, you can get $15 for every $15 off for every $50 you spend, and this is online only. And then um, the Evil Longoria collection, um, you can get 30% off of that. So that's a great deal as well. Off Fifth, Saks Fifth Avenue, which is uh, Saks Fifth Avenue's outlet store, they just marked down tons of items. Um, so they have stuff that's coming from regular price onto the sale floor 
or actually onto the onto the clearance rack. So if you shop now, you can get up to 75% off of your clearance purchase. Uh, and last but not least, Express is having a sale, but you have to hurry up and shop because that sale ends at midnight, and you can get 40% off of everything in the store. Awesome. So that's all I have for you guys this evening. Awesome. They can sh- find all that at BudgetShopperHard.com, correct? They surely can. All right. Well, thank you as always. Have a great week, okay? Okay. You do the same. I'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye. All right, well, now it's time to go into our artist spotlight. Each week we select the hottest artists to be featured on our homepage as well as on our artist spotlight section at thestevenisshow.com. If you're interested in being considered, please email us at submission at thestevenisshow.com. Include your bio, promotional photos, social media sites, and a radio-friendly MP3. We definitely look forward to hearing your work. Now, tonight we welcome the very talented Cocky Streets. Check it out. Right back after this with Hot Cocky. Friday, she worked all week, she still trying to make my shows, she not watching me, she dare to watch them, watch them, cause she trust her, and this raw is how she feel, it's so raw the way she, the way she, no, no gloves, that means she f***ing with you, never ask for one or nothing, just say two, she see the money, but she pay two, and every interview questions, I be wanting to say you, had your own sh- I can't say I saved you, your pop's the only man can say he made you. Play my play myself if I ever tried to play you. I follow you, you lead the way. I'm coming, then we both come. I follow you, you lead the way. I'm coming, then we both come. I follow you, you lead the way. She say, she say, she feel it all in the stomach. I follow you, you lead the way. Follow me, no social sites, this reality. All these, all these comments got them mad at me. Be blind to these hoes, you ain't gotta see. They fans, baby, they just gotta speak. All they got is the beat. Why you getting beat? They in tune with cocky, but you know streets. The only Georgia's watches tens that we throwin' magic see. The strippers, girl, I want a piece of you. Went wood, canoe, just do it like Nike, baby. You own this bitch. Don't copyright it, baby. They want what you getting. Plus that head pulling like a transmission. All mouth, no hands in it. I follow you, you lead the way. I'm coming, then we both come. I follow you, you lead the way. I'm coming, then we both come. I follow you, you lead the way. She say she feel it all in the stomach. I follow you, you lead the way Cardio the way I gotta run Tonight's the night, you got the real thing She pulling my dreads 
biting my chains. She rolling the stendos. My on the stendo. She blow me like the carches on the Nintendo. Plays calling. I want this to end though, but she on Tendo. Drop the keys. Go ahead and bend over. Go ahead and bend over. Girl, drop the drop the keys. Go ahead and bend over. Full cut like I'm in love with it. She ain't been the same since a thug hit it. Full to a dry swell up. Grab her neck and tell her shut roll up. She love that freaky stuff. I ain't seen my seen my yet. She always eat it up. I follow you, you lead the way. I'm coming, then we both come. I, 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 I follow you, you lead the way. I'm coming, I'm coming then we both come. I, I, I follow you, you lead the way. She say she, she say she feel it all in her stomach. I follow you, you lead the way. Back to the Stephen Knight Show. This is Parker. Now you're with going on. Hey, what's what's up, Stephen? Happy, Happy Monday. Monday. Happy Monday. Yes. How was the weekend? My weekend was great, eventful and, and great as usual. Yeah. Great, great. I was telling her earlier that I came back from Portland. Went to my family and we had a great time, so it was good. And now you're packing, huh? I am, yeah. Great weekend. Uh, just getting ready to, to take off. So, yeah, great weekend. Trying to ch- check things off my list. Uh, but overall, just a really cool weekend. Lots of, got some good uh, friend time in there as well, getting up with some people before I get out of here. So it's been cool. Oh, yeah. And how long are you going again? Uh, well, it's 15 months now. It was just going to be 12 months. But they wow. extended, yeah, they extended my contract to 15. So it's cool. A few yeah, more months. It's a great and, uh, opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. You know, actually, this is what's interesting. My mentor, really quick, I was talking to him when I first had the opportunity, and he uh, he was doing the same thing at the same age at this time in his life. Oh wow! Uh, taking wow. yeah, taking yeah, taking trips like this abroad to go and do you know work or whatever, and uh, he just he said this was really reminiscent of what he has actually experienced in his life, and he said, "Yeah, man, get out there, take it. You know, yeah, how long are you be out there, do it." So. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. Well, we're happy for you. Definitely happy for you. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. Are you going to be uh, teaching, or do you mind me asking what you're going to be doing? Yeah, yeah, I will be. Yeah, that's what I'll be doing. That. Okay. Yeah, that, 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 and uh, uh, as well, working still with my companies. So I'll Mm -hmm. be doing both. Yeah, yeah. I just I was with them today as well. You'll still be doing the show. Yeah, Yeah, you'll be here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be doing everything. Right. I'm, I'm going to yeah. give you six months, and I'm coming out. Yeah, come yeah. on. Maybe, maybe Parker said okay. we're coming out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I hope so. so. I mean, my, my CEO is coming out there. You know, she's coming out oh. there to hang out with me. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. Most definitely. All right, well, you're, well, you're ready to get into these hot topics? Yes, sir. All right, well, yes. the election, the election. So Donald Trump is reportedly in talks to start his own television network after the presidential election. Uh, Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, is said to have had a meeting with Lion Tree Advisors, chief executive, um, about setting up Trump TV network following the election season um, if he were to lose. Now, uh, the deal, one of the media industry's top deal makers within the last couple of months, I'll say that's what they expect to, to get it going. 
Um, the conversation between the two was brief and has not progressed since. Uh, but Trump told Washington Post last month he had no no interest in media company, but now they're saying that, you know, he could be doing this. Do you think it's a good idea if he were to lose the election to start Trump TV? <laughs> a good idea? Uh, I wouldn't say it's a good idea, but, you know, how many of Trump's ideas are? Uh, yeah, it's, right. it's going to be to spread more of his propaganda, you know, so I don't think it'd be uh, the best thing, but he's got the power to move it, I'm sure. I mean, but you have, you have to look at who he is and where he came from. He's probably, at this point right now, he has the, he's the most popular he has ever been. So what he's going to try to do if he loses the election is try to spin off and continue that wave and ride it out with this network. I'm, 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 <laughs> Trump is a savvy business person. I'm curious to see what kind of programming he would put on this network. <laughs> Redneck programming. Wow. Foolishness, yeah. Well, he well, be president one way or the other. Right. Well, the thing is, <laughs> we've seen so many supporters that you had, you know, due to the election, people that think the right things that come out of his mouth. So he's going to cater to those people. You know what I mean? He's not right. going to go out the spotlight gracefully. That's not Donald Trump. So I think that, unfortunately, he does have a market. And uh, But the only thing is, it's very difficult to start a TV network, as we've seen when Oprah first started OWN. You remember at first she had some challenges, but now, of course, it's going well. So we'll see. We'll see. Well, more about Donald Trump. He's saying now that he suggests that Hillary Clinton needs to be drug tested before the next debate, which is on Wednesday, saying that she seemed pretty pumped up at the last debate. What are your thoughts? That's just crazy. You know, that's just crazy. Uh, I mean, you know... This, you know, no sports, you know, competitive sport where people are physically touching each other and outperforming. That's just silly and crazy. It's just another so one. So uh -huh. he's saying that Hillary's juicing? Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's saying. He said she, he said, he said she was a little, uh, what do you say, she was a little pumped up last time or something like that? Right. During the last the, debate, yeah. The, the funny thing is he was the one that was been sniffling everybody saying they had. Hello. Uh, right. Um, there are senators that said he was probably on cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> so it's interesting right. that he's using this against her. He's the one that the allegations were against. So that's the old But we have to talk about the whole P word gate. You know, uh, last week or two weeks ago, uh, Access Hollywood released. No one Access Hollywood. Um, I can't remember what publication, but they released uh, um, interview or foot footage from Donald Trump. And then Akakaya with Billy, Billy uh, Bush, they were mic'd up on a bus, and Trump was talking about his interaction, interaction with women, saying that he can't help but to kiss them. Um, you know, he's just attracted to beautiful women. He just starts kissing them. He said that when you're a celebrity, they'll do anything with you because you are a celebrity. He was talking about how he tried to sleep with um, Nancy O'Dell, who was then actors Hollywood um, anchor Billy Bush's co-host at the time, and he was saying that what you need to do with women is grab them by their peas. And obviously that's what's caused a lot of Republican people to start, you know, his supporters to stop following him, high-level people, that he's not fit 
unfit to become president. He did somewhat apologize and say that it was 15 years ago, uh, 11 years ago, I'm sorry, 11 years ago, and, you know, he apologized if he offended anybody. But, of course, this whole thing has spiraled out of control. Billy Bush has since been, um, he was suspended indefinitely from the Today Show, what he's on now, um, and they're saying that he's, he's going to be leaving the show. They're going to force him off the show, but he might get up to $10 million for leaving. What are your thoughts on all this, the whole P-word gate? Well, you know what he said in the debate? It, it was locker room talk. That's what he said it was, locker room talk. No matter what it was, it's inappropriate. You were wrong. You're, 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 he's garbage. He really is. He's garbage. He's trash. He was a horrible display of a gentleman. Mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. I just, you know, I, I, no more words. He gets no energy from me. <laughs> Yeah, you, you know, it's it, it, it's a and he's right. You know, it's very it's not gentleman like and the whole locker room talk. I mean, locker room talk you don't get recorded. You know, so I mean, he was just all out of character. He was just all wrong with that whole situation. Who he was talking to to uh, who the guy who he was in cohorts with? Yeah, he deserves to be getting kicked off the show. Uh, but getting more money out of the deal or getting his money out of the deal—that's kind of that's crazy. Well, I think. well, well, the thing about it is that he has a contract, and they have to honor the contract. Um, they're being nice by moving him over to another show because they really didn't have to do. They could have snatched him right off the air and just paid him yeah. out the money. But I guess they did. They had to make their investment sound, so they're going to get some work out of him before they finish paying him off. Yeah. And then they're yeah. going to take him off. I would drop him off the show, and I would. I wouldn't be paying him, but they don't have the morale that we probably have. So they probably, you know, they, like you said, they're just going to move him over and continue to work him and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. use him however they can use him to benefit them. But I, I wouldn't care about no lawsuits that he would put up anything. You know, it would be him against the Giants. So, uh, yeah, he'd, that, be, he'd be doing correspondence from Tibet if it was my network. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he did apologize. And he said he was embarrassed by it. He was a lot immature, you know, much more immature when he said, made those comments and, I don't know. His, uh, point, Melania, point, sure. Oh my goodness! Right, Melania Trump. She actually was uh, was interviewed by Anderson Cooper this evening, and she said um, that she didn't, she did not, of course, agree with the comments. She thought they were inappropriate the comments that he made, but she felt like Billy Bush was the one who was leading them on, and they got him to say those words. First He's of all, a grown man, and Donald Trump was fifty nine years old at the time. <laughs> he wasn't some 20-year-old, you know what I mean? He was 59 years old at the time. Yeah. Well, what does she know? She's one of the ones that got her pee grabbed. I mean, come on. Right. <laughs> well, there's a meme of all his, his um, Melania and his daughters and, all, and his uh, daughter-in-law. They're all standing with their hands over their, that area, like just standing there. <laughs> and they said, now we understand why. <laughs> I think that their defensive stance, right? The internet has no yeah. chill whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the debate is uh, Wednesday. Will you be watching? Yes, it's comic, it's comic relief for me. It's hilarious. Yeah. And SNL, their uh, reenactments are spot on. They're hilarious. If you haven't seen them, please go. Oh, ahead. yes, yes. Hey, didn't early, didn't early voting start out there in Georgia today? It started, it started today. Ms. Parker actually told me I'm going Friday. And I'm going to definitely vote. So make sure if you're, at, if you're listening, please go vote. Please go vote. <laughs> Our question of the day actually was, are you voting today? 
And so some people are saying, no, please vote. If you, mm. By not voting, you are voting. So please vote. Mm. And, and that's probably, if he's going to win, that's probably why he would win. Because people right. aren't going to vote and the numbers won't register. Right. Exactly. Yep. Yep. I agree with that. You know, and, 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 and just like, yeah. And just like uh, someone made the, the mention that there's more than two, two options. So, you know, just the ones that are polarized are not the ones that you have to choose between. You know, so, so people should know that, too. They but, need to go and vote. And, uh-huh. and also, too, Nair, uh-huh. be mindful. There are other candidates, and, and you may go to the polls to pick a, a candidate other than Hillary and other than Trump. Sometimes what you could do is split the vote, and he could still wind up winning because the vote is now split. I'm not telling people who to vote for, but vote strategically. Please, if you do not want Donald to win, vote strategically. Be smart about your vote. Yeah. Vote. Get out there. Get, get out there and vote. Go vote, go vote, go vote. And uh, I agree with TK on there, but uh, the other two parties that are on there, their percentages are like 2% and 11%. They're not going to win. So be careful on how you vote, because like like Chica said, you could end up voting in someone you don't want to see. So anyway, yeah. next up. I mean, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, good. I haven't said much about the whole Trump thing just because I don't have energy for Trump. Right. But I will say this. Um, you know, there are other options as far as Hillary or or Trump. I I honestly believe that you know, you should probably be mindful of who you vote for because you don't want to put him in there by default. But I think the biggest message should be just to go out there and vote because I hear a lot of people saying, I'm not voting because I don't believe in neither politics, no, you know, neither right. of them really representing who I am. Uh-huh. There's there actually an option where you can actually write your vote in. So mm. just exercise your rights because people died for the right for you to just say something. You know, anything. Just go and write write down your parents' last name. Write down, do something. Just show up. That's a show good up. point. People die. So, this is true. This is true. Absolutely. This is true. And to, to add on to what you're saying, Ms. Parker, people have died for people to have a vote, but also... Just what I spoke about earlier, there are people that have been incarcerated just so that they will not have a vote. So mm-hmm. please, cast your vote. Cast your vote. Cast your vote. All right, next topic. So a black university, uh, Wisconsin-Madison student, has received death threats and harassment for selling controversial hoodies uh, at ABC 13 News reports. The racially charged shirts are printed with statements including, all white people are racist, and other shirts uh, implying violence towards Americans. And Neil Pickett says, and that's the guy who's making the shirts, says the intention was to make people feel uncomfortable. He said, I've made these sweatshirts initially to start a conversation, and now it's to shift the conversation because people have been talking about race, sexuality, and gender, but now I'm doing it to make some uncomfortable because in this country no one really wants to talk about these issues unless they're truly uncomfortable. What are your thoughts? I think he, he hit it on the head. You know, people are talking now. Look, he's getting death threats and he's getting attention. And, you know, I think he, he accomplished his goal of bringing attention to the topic. 
you know, whether it's true or not, uh, you know, whether it's, I don't think that's really his concern. His concern is, like you said, shifting that conversation a little deeper. Let's make some changes. Let's, let's, let's get angry. Let's go through these emotions. Let's talk and let's make some changes. And I think he, yeah, I support him in that. Anyone else? I agree with Nair. I mean, it's, it's a, a so-called free country. He has his right to do whatever he wants to do as far as creating his own business. Why not? Does yeah. Parker have any thoughts? <laughs> but, yeah, it always is the, the most controversial um, ways of getting things out is to get the conversation going. So, so at first I was looking, I'm like, huh? But when I heard him explain his whole point, I, I, I see it. I see it. Yeah. I was the same way. When I first I was like, oh, man, I didn't. I'm like, what's he doing? But then I realized. <laughs> yeah, then I realized. He, 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 and he accomplished exactly, you know, he accomplished it. Yeah, he did. He did. All right. Well, Taraji P. Henson is sharing all intimate details of her life in a new memoir called Around the Way Girl, where she recalls a bad experience with singer Mary J. Blige. The actress recounts first meeting with her now BFF Mary J. Blige and getting smacked at a Grammy party report Oh no, uh, hip-hop Hollywood. <laughs> Taraji says this about the first encounter with the legendary singer. After gushing over her, the singer turned her back with a defensive a dismissive, I'm sorry, dismissive wave, she claims. Later, she had attempted to speak with Blige on the dance floor by tapping on the shoulder. Before I could withdraw, before I could withdraw my hand, her sister, Latanya, smacked the crap out of my arm. Hence the marvels. Years later, the two have become friends uh, when Blige gushed like a fangirl over her. She said, I must, have, I must say thank you, God, at least a dozen times, since the recalls. So, what do you think about the story, and what do you think about the fact that now they're really good friends and her going back and telling the story? I mean, we've all heard the stories about Mary. I mean, there is a, a, a YouTube video floating around where she, you know, slapped her husband in the face at her album release party. That's all that. Uh, Mary's a tough customer. I mean, it's on record. She's a, she's a, she's a tough customer. Um, and, I, and, and from what I know, about Mary J. Blige is you have to be in her inner sanctum in order to see the sweetness. You can't be on the outside. And apparently at that point in time, Shiraji was on the outside. Um, I guess, I mean, she's telling her version, her story. I mean, that's her story. Yeah, that's how I see it. I see she's just, you know, recollecting on experience. And, uh, you know, it's a good story to tell. It's, it's that old, and, and, you know, and I, yeah, and I don't know the details of this of of you know what she speaks about in the book, but if it has to be constructive, I'm sure she's talking about growth, right? Because yeah. they went from there to now right. that they're friends, so it has to be growth in there. Exactly. And Mary's done a lot of work on on herself as well. She's been very public about that, so she might not care because she, you know, based on her story, what she tells her fans and puts out there that she's changed a lot. So, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah. Right. And, I, you know, I think I read a quote somewhere or, or in a book somewhere that said that you write your story regardless of how it make other person, how it makes the other person feel because it's your story. Like, if they wanted to be viewed in a different light, they should have acted differently. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. it's that it's, everyone has 
a way of interpreting things that happen in their lives, and you can't have a hold on that just because you know someone. You can't, you know what I mean? It's just, it just doesn't work that way. Right. Um, things are going to happen. People are going to view you in different ways. You're going to have to work on yourself to be, um, you know, it, it, to have enough self-love to where every time somebody says something about you or writes something about you that it doesn't affect you. But there were times where we probably hurt somebody or did things that we shouldn't have. And those people experienced those things, and we don't have the right to say, you can't write that because you didn't experience it, and I've changed. That's not our right. Right. I mean, prime example, the Michelle A story that just came out, you know, her Mm -hmm. account Mm -hmm. with Dre. That's her story. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. it's true. All right, well, listen, let's take a quick break. When we come back, find out why uh, rapper Zelia Banks was thrown out of a Beverly Hills hotel. Okay, hey, this is Daniel Carey, this is Stephen Michael, all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, and of course our official website, thestephenisshow.com. All right, so um, Olympian Tyson Gay uh, is mourning the loss of his young child. We talked about this in sports, but I want to continue the the conversation. The sprinter, who's 34, has confirmed his 15-year-old daughter, Trinity Gay, was killed this weekend after being shot in the neck in Kentucky. ESPN reports. Now, the 15-year-old daughter of the Olympic sprinter, uh, Tyson Gay, was fatally shot in the neck. Authorities and, at, and the athlete's agent said Sunday. Apparently, she was at a restaurant, outside a parking lot of a restaurant at 4 a.m., um, and she was shot as two cars that were shooting back and forth, and she was shot in the neck. First of all, our thoughts and prayers definitely go to, I'll go out to this family, and Aaron raised the question, what was the 15-year-old doing out at 4 a.m.? What are your thoughts on this whole situation? I think right now it's just not the time to ask those questions. <laughs> I mean, I think the man, their family, they're grieving regardless of why she was out there. Right now, I just, I don't know. I just, I don't see the, the, the pointing, pointing fingers at somebody when, they're losing, when they lose a child. I think it's the worst thing you can do. Is you can, the worst feeling ever is probably losing a child, losing a parent, someone mm-hmm. that close to you. So, yeah, yeah, there are questions there to be asked, but this is not the time. Right. And he, he pretty much said that. He, he, th- he, th- he, th- he thinks it's a conversation for other parents to look at when it comes to their teenagers. Um, he's not the one so I'm just defending him. He said that, um, you know, like I was telling him that when I was in high school, 15 years old, whatever, my mo- <laughs> I was the oldest out of all my friends, but I was always the first one to be home. My mother always said, um, if I know you're home, I know where you are. And so I think it's something that other parents look at. But apparently um, she did not live with Tyson. Um, she, she lived in another household, um, but still it's a very sad story. But I agree, it's not time to scrutinize the parents. I do agree she was talking. Yeah, I agree as well. Mm-hmm. I agree as well. Very you know, sad. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. I want to call it ratchet, that's why. <laughs> that's how they have written. Mm. All right. All right, next topic. So, Azalea Banks was thrown out of uh, Russell Crowe's Beverly Hills Hotel uh, room after RZA invited her over as his plus one. Now, the incident occurred Saturday when the actor invited 10 guests over to his suite uh, to enjoy dinner and listen to some music. Now, Wu-Tang's rapper RZA invited his friend, Azalea Banks, to the low-key party, but eyewitnesses claim all hell broke loose the moment she entered the room. Friends of Crow claimed Azalea laughed out loud at Russell's music selection and called him and at least one other guest boring white men. The female guest, a female guest, defended the actor and suggested that she needs to 
be quiet, pretty much. According to TMZ, this is what happened next. They're told that she made an insane speech, threatened to threaten, threat. I'm sorry, speech and threat to Crow and the woman. You would love if I broke my glass, stabbed you guys in the throat, and blood would squirt everywhere like a real Tarantino SHIT. Then, for good measure, witnesses said she dropped a few N-words. Um, yet, Crow remained surprisingly calm. Now, Zelia reached for her glass, cocked her back, and that's when Russell had enough. He grabbed her in a bear hug and carried her outside the suite. He called hotel security um, guards, and she was removed from the grounds. Now, she took, Azalea took to Facebook and claimed that she was called the N-word, she was fat on, and pretty much she was the the uh, victim here. What are your thoughts? Oh, I'm sorry. Sounds like, sounds like, like somebody was under the influence. I want to say this, too. Four of the guest witnesses gave statements during the investigation, and they said that she, she was very erratic um, in terms of her behavior. And um, Rizzo claims that Banks used the N-word of the incident, not Russell Crowe. So he kind of came to Russell Crowe's defense. But anyway, what are your thoughts? Sounds like somebody was under the influence. Yeah. yeah, it does. It sounds like she was under the influence. And it's just, I just think it's so amazing how, you know, the, all of their stories were that consistent, you know, to where they were mm-hmm. able to draw that story out that way. They drew it out pretty clean, and, and obviously and, and, it, was, it, was, uh, it was from all the different accounts. One person didn't tell the story. So, and I'm more than sure, it, it's, it, from, from what I'm getting from this story, it sounds like RZA uh, probably wasn't with her when she came. Like, he probably told her to come, and she came on her own. Yeah, that makes sense. That definitely makes sense. Um, because, and the fact that he probably was completely embarrassed, the fact that mm-hmm. he took her side, he took her side, it's, it's very telling, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the Rizzo's been in the game a long time. You know, Russell Crowe here is this Hollywood A-list actor, and they're cool, and he invites them to this intimate setting, and then you bring this fool to come in and act up. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and and she, is, she is on the climb. She is on the climb. She, she's a rising uh, MC. She's a rising rapper. And yeah, she, she, you know, she's, yeah, been, she's yeah, been getting some buzz. She's getting her way. And this is probably another level for her to reach because it's Russell Crowe, an Oscar award-winning right. actor. Like, yeah. really? <laughs> yeah, but she, she's terrible. Azalea, Azalea Banks is terrible. She is. You know, yeah. Her music is terrible. Her, her image, her brand, you know, it's, it's terrible. She, she, I've never even heard a song. Oh, yeah. yeah well, that, she's gotten into a I don't know who she is. She's got into a Erica Badu on Twitter, and yeah, she gets into a lot of people. And with Beyonce, Beyonce doesn't give her any love, of course, but she goes back and forth with these people on Twitter and back no, and talks about. I see her name out there all the time, like yeah. Somebody. It's like, mm-hmm. what else yep. does she do? I'm supposed to be a rapper. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 She's silly, man. She's yeah, she's going to before she gets started, really. If you ask me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right, so this is interesting. Um, FBI Director James Comey uh, spoke to thousands of police officers at the International Chiefs of Police Conference in San Diego. The director claims that there is no real data to prove biased police are killing black men at epic rate, epidemic rates, I report for Fox News. He also said that people actually have no idea if the number of black people or brown people, or white people being shot by police is up, down, sideways, 
over the last three years, five years, or ten years. It is a narrative driven by video images of real and gut-wrenching misconduct by images of possible misconduct by images of perceived misconduct, Comey added. It's a narrative for, given force by awesome power of human empathy. Comey later said police officers are, are recompensed on um, how they are being portrayed by minorities and adds, our officers see the videos, they definitely do not want to be in one. They think about that all the time. What are your thoughts on this FBI director's comments? Um, somebody has to do damage control. That's just my take on it. Somebody yeah, has true. to say something. He has to do damage control. Yeah. You, you just can't not say anything and just let it happen. You know, it, it, Entities always will try to spin something, and, not, and I'm not saying that this is a spin, but they have to say something. They cannot say anything, just be silent. So I would like to see what comes after this. I agree. I agree. Someone made a comment, if the FBI director doesn't see there's a problem in this country, who can we, who can we uh, rely on? Who, who's going to see it if, if the FBI Again. I still say, you know what, our response should be just write simply, stop shooting black people. All the other stuff he's saying right now does not matter. Because but, of course know. he's going to find that it's having some kind of psychological effect on the cop. What about the effects it's having on our children, on our right. husbands, on, sure. our, you know, on us, watching each other being shot down the streets? What about that? Exactly. Did, they do, did they do a study on that? I still exactly. think black people. That's my response. Again, I, I urge people to watch 13th because they do address this in that movie. They do talk to people that have had uh, run-ins and dealings with the FBI, i.e. Angela Davis. Watch the movie. You'll find out what, what role the FBI plays in this. Yeah. And then uh, for me, you know, we, we talked about this earlier this year where we saw live on Facebook Live and on TV two black men being murdered. When we saw the life leave two men live on Facebook. You know what I mean? And to me, that's, that's the problem. You know what I mean? That's not normal. That's not normal to see that. So, you know. It's just disturbing that he made these comments, I think. I mean, I understand that he has to lift the morale of his, of his people, his, the police officers, but at the same time, let's be real about what's really going on in this country. That's just my opinion. All right, we're going to take another break. When we come back, find out about what's going on. Remember the brothel that Lamar Ardo overdosed in? It burned down. Find out more about that right back after this. Okay, hey, this is Darius McCarry. Lamar Odom's tragic drug overdose that nearly cost him his life and physical function thereafter happened only a year ago yesterday. And the owner of the brothel, which took place, suffered a tragic event of his own to mark the occasion. Dennis Hoff, the owner of the Love Ranch at which Odom's overdose took place, lost his $2 million Reno mansion when it burned to the ground on Thursday. Now, the home lit up after a controlled government-run burn got out of control, lashed into his home. 
As Hoff told TMZ, he definitely feels that Chloe and our Kardashian sisters, sis, sisters, excuse me, put some kind of X or roots on him after Lamar's incident. Now they don't know if they're quite that powerful, but the timing is definitely suspicious. He also says that he's planning to live full time on a remote island by this time next year. Hopefully, the Kardashians and their curses can't reach him there. What are your thoughts? That man is crazy. He probably burned his own thing down so he can get paid, get the insurance money, and, and keep it moving. I would not be surprised if he did that. Mm-hmm. I guess he figured if Kim can break the Internet, she could break his ranch. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, it just sounds like some karma there. That's all it sounds like to me. Mm-hmm. Sounds like some, 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 something's going on, you know, to where that happens in your life. Um, yeah. Definitely sounds like some karma, but he... he you know whether he's here or in the uh, on a remote island. You know, on 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 some real real. I I would argue to say that since Lamar had such bad fortune there, that's not the only negative thing that happened at that ranch. So mm-hmm. I'm sure that it's a den of iniquity, so to speak, and I'm yeah. sure that there are other negative things that have festered there to bring forth that energy. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, anyway. All right, well, last story, um, we all were saddened last week to hear about the passing of Tommy Ford, best known uh, on the sitcom Martin. What are your thoughts on his passing, and what would maybe some of your favorite memories of his character? You know what? It's so uh, shocking to me is that he posted right before his surgery, like actually right before he went into surgery, you know, he was given the thumbs up. He was just going in for a, was a knee replacement, okay. knee, knee replacement surgery. And um, surgery is no laughing matter of it any is, kind. Any time that you have to be put under sedation, it's serious business. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a routine situation, uh, you know, I work in the OR. Right. I see it day in and day out. Uh, mm-hmm. Any type of sedation is to be taken seriously, and um, you know I, I'm you know what a great talent, and I'm sorry to have uh, lost such a great talent and a wonderful person because I have a few friends that knew him personally, and they all talk about how wonderful and generous he was with his time and energy, and what a you know what a mentor he was to them. Right, and um, you know I'm just I'm sad to see such a talent leave, but. Take surgery seriously, people. Absolutely. Yeah, um, you know, Martin, you know, his character on there, Tommy ain't got no job. <laughs> you know, it's just something he made people laugh for so many years. And, you know, and, and as you said, as he got older and, and went on his career, he became more of an inspiration to people. I saw a video of him teaching uh, young men how to tie ties, you know, things mm-hmm. like that that we need in our community. And um, it's just sad to see him go at just 52 years old. But our, def- our thoughts and prayers are definitely with his family, his fans all over the world. And I've seen a lot of the uh, cast members from Martin come out and just kind of speak on um, who he was as a person and that they really miss him. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm like one of the only people, one of the only people out, there, out here that, I didn't, I never was a big Martin fan. You know, I did catch some, some shows and some episodes, and there were some funny things, and I definitely, definitely thought the Tommy Ain't Got No Job thing was funny. Well, I, uh, I, I always thought that that was funny. 
you know, especially that episode when he pulled out the clear or the blank business card, and <laughs> man, I was, I was just <laughs> crazy. You know, but I, I, I mean, yeah, he seemed like a really cool guy. And then I remember he had some show or some series on the air with Bill Bellamy after uh, the show. Okay. After, yeah, for a while, and I thought it was a really cool show, and it was a way to reprise, uh, you know, reprise him as an as as a talent. You know, I thought it was a right. really really cool show that he did with uh, Bill Bellamy. Do you guys remember that? I don't. I don't. But look, it's interesting that she said that she didn't watch Martin. I didn't watch Martin um, when I was younger because I was dating this girl, and she looked a lot like Gina. And <laughs> we broke up, and she started dating one of my best friends who looked like Martin. And everybody used to call them Martin and Gina, so I stopped watching the show. <laughs> <laughs> and I started watching as I got older. <laughs> was like, once I was became an adult, that's when I started watching Martin. <laughs> I'm like watching this show. <laughs> that is hilarious, man. Uh, the, well, well, listen. Thank you all so much um, for contributing tonight, and have a wonderful, wonderful week. Uh, now, yeah, safe travels. Let us know when you make it safely, and and y'all just have a good week, okay? Indeed. Safe thank you so much. Man. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you so much, All and right. you guys have a great week, and I'll, I'll be connecting with you soon. Most definitely, most all definitely. Right. All right, we'll be right back after the show. I want to thank you all for listening tonight. Shout out to our, our spotlight, Cocky Street. We're back next Monday. Peace. You came here to party, go on, put your hands up. If you want to get it started, go on, put your hands up. All my ladies in the front, all my thugs in the club. If you look to us for love, go on, put your hands up, hands up.